0: Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses, City of Bridges, Stump Stumptown, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me are my co host Eric, the Encyclopedia Foster. all again, bitches. <laughs> Gary Hassan, and I know we haven't really come up with a catchphrase for you, but you got to say something for the
1: listeners. I mean, you could just call me Karina. It's all good. What's going on?
2: Karina!
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And the Bay Area Blazer, Roza Panta.
3: Look good, feel good, pod good. Let's get it!
0: I missed that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I know, well, I know you back, said baby. it last time, but man, I'm it's so good. It just gets me so pumped.
2: Oh, all right, guys. Fans. So
0: you know there's there's a little bit there's a little bit of information out there, a little bit of goings-on, if you will, with the Blazers, but there isn't much. So this is gonna be kind of a well unless Gary gets a little long-winded, it's gonna be kind of a shorter episode today. But I wanna start off by talking about J.R. Smith. Did you guys catch that clip yes, of J.R. Smith talking about Dame rotting in Portland? This
1: guy's wild, man.
0: J- who's J- who's who's being, that i know you're being facetious
2: who's that is that a, was that an nba basketball player he must have been a journeyman. <laughs> i think it's, he must do that
3: like runs around shirtless all the time right
2: okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> look a fucking sideshow bob here looking ass
0: <laughs> so to give some context here jr smith Uh, was on the was it Gilbert Arenas I think his podcast or or YouTube show no no chill no chill with Gilbert Arenas and he kind of gave Dame a backhanded compliment he said something along the lines of I love Dame I love his game I respect him for what he's doing but at the same time are you just gonna rot in Portland bro you're unbelievable what you guys say to that? That's first of that all, man. Let me
2: start, please. I would like yeah. to point out.
0: Yeah. I would well,
2: like to point me. out. Okay. I would like to point out that first of all, fucking Gilbert Arenas might be the top five biggest idiots in the history of the NBA because that guy literally tossed his tossed away his NBA career and brought fucking guns to the locker room with Javaris Crittertainer, whatever the fuck his name was and decided to try to get into an okay corral gunfight while being with the Washington Wizards. What does Gilbert Arenas have to do with anything that Damian Lillard does as far as level goes? Like, why are they well, speaking now hold on, on Damian Lillard?
0: Hold on, because Gilbert didn't say it. And also be careful, because this is one of Roe's childhood idols.
2: Yeah,
1: like, because he played no for Golden State!
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs>
2: He likes everybody. He probably he, he probably likes uh, Terry Cummings. Also played for
0: the- I got to be honest with you, Eric. I have no idea who Terry Cummings is. No. Yeah, well, come that, on, man. No, come on, man.
2: You're, you're better than that. Come on, Terry. You know who Terry Cummings is? Come on. Chris Mills.
0: No, He's I'm a sorry, Mills guys.
2: Fan. He's wow. a bimbo, Rosa Bimbo Coles fan. <laughs> I'm just saying. All I'm saying is realistically, like, you put J.R. Smith, journeyman, uh, LeBron Dick Ryder. Oh, right, like man,
0: Eric is heated. I'm yeah, just saying, I don't like, right? why, why are you speaking I know, right? on?
2: like LeB- it? I looked up the I looked at the numbers earlier today, and J.R. Smith made m- less in his career than Dame's going to make off the two-year extension he just signed with Portland. <laughs> so, you, do you
0: think it stems from from some jealousy?
2: Of course, those guys. I mean, look what Jr. Smith had to do to get his rings.
0: Right. Yeah. That's a valid point, this Gary. You had something to say about this. I don't
1: know. Like, I just think that, like, I mean, we always hear, you know, like what like NBA players were saying about Portland, and they would never come here and never check it out and stuff like that. Like, I just think that we as Portland fans, like, we have to be that much more more thankful of David. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I think he's probably you know, the first or second or third, like, best point guard luck in the league. Like, I love Dane. You know, some of the things that he's he's done for our team, other guys are not doing by themselves, you know, essentially. You know, some of these guys are out there chasing chasing rings or, you know, whatever else. And I just think, we're so lucky to have this dude. Like, we're so lucky to have him luck in our team to to be here and to want to stay here. So, I mean, you're, you're seeing some of the shit some of these other guys are saying. And, I mean... They might be right. They, they might be wrong. But it's like us as Portland fans, we got to fucking respect this guy. Like, he's here and he wants right. to be here. Like, I, he's embracing our I, city, man. Like, come on, guys. Well,
0: it's funny because Dame preaches loyalty. Yes, right? exactly. And that is something that I don't think J.R. Smith understands. No. Maybe Gilbert no. Arenas doesn't understand. And I would venture to say the vast majority of professional athletes, especially in the NBA, probably don't understand
3: right now no. that's what I, you are headed exactly the way that i was gonna head to tim basically i'm looking at gilbert arenas and jr smith and looking at them straight in the eye and saying bro no city loves you like that
1: yeah
3: right no For city real. loves you yeah. like right yeah. like <laughs> we love game yeah like right. let's be real right even even cleveland Cleveland doesn't love J.R. Smith like that. They just talk about him, about how he didn't put that shot up when the clock was winding down. When <laughs> LeBron James was having the most incredible finals game in history. Right. Like when he was going Super Saiyan, he ruined that game for LeBron James. That's the way they remember J.R. Smith. They don't remember him as, as like championship JR. And like with Dame, it's like he's an old soul, man. Like he's trying to pioneer something that has been dead,
1: mm-hmm. which
3: is loyalty. Mm-hmm. Right? True, like, loyalty in the
2: NBA. And then Gilbert pipes in too and is like, oh, if I had to choose between leaving 30 million on the table and getting a ring, I'd go get a ring and leave 30 on a million dollars on the table. Like, of course. No, you wouldn't, you special you would, say ed say motherfucker. That. No, you would not.
0: <laughs> Let the hate flow through you, Eric.
2: <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, because you were signing minimum contracts to play in fucking Orlando. No, you wouldn't.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: That's true. No,
1: you would not. The, the, the
2: two up. are not
0: the same. The two are not the same, right? As far as their their careers are concerned. And really, as far as their mentality is concerned, too. Like you said, Gilbert Arenas is, I mean, he's an all-time dummy. He's an all-time NBA dummy. Literally tossed his career away. And Dames Dame's over here making moves to stay in the city that loves him is essentially, I mean, it is his home. I wanted to say it's his second home because, you know, he's from California. But it's his home now. Right, he moved his family up here, you know, like,
2: and these are guys. Nobody
0: does that in the NBA.
2: Right. So you have these guys who couldn't touch Dame's legacy if they wanted to. Like, there's nothing they could do to even come. Speaking on it, like there's some higher power or something. Right. It's like no, you guys can all sit there and shut the hell up because you, you had the opportunity to do what he did and you weren't able to accomplish that. Why are you gonna hate on him? See, that's
0: the thing, like especially Gilbert Arenas. That guy yeah. was. That guy was. Say what you will about him being a dummy. Like his basketball prowess was actually pretty special. Yeah, Gil. He was how nasty. Many rings, he was nasty. How
2: many rings does Gilbert Arenas have?
0: <laughs>
1: the same you know as us.
2: Really?
3: <laughs> and he didn't go. And, and, and we still and got spirit go of seventy-seven. <laughs> and, and
2: he had to go play. <laughs> on we count seventies rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he he had to go play in uh, Orlando and he had to go play in Memphis or the fuck he ended up to end his career. Like, yeah. he wasn't out there I, doing anything special.
3: I just hope Dame does this, like, puts that on his bulletin board, man. Yeah. That's what I need. So, just, I was going to say. the fuel, dude. You know? The funny thing
1: about this is
3: him. Dame has
0: yet to respond to any of that. Yeah. He won't. He won't. He and, doesn't need to. And I think that speaks a lot to his, his character, man, because – You know, a lot of these guys like KD, for example, let's just throw out the pettiest guy out there. That guy would have been the minute that episode dropped. He would be putting out something on -hmm. Twitter, on TikTok.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, Dave strikes me as a guy. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I was just going to say the timing is really off, too, because not only is Dame signed here, not only is he committed to the city, but he also goes and starts hosting a free camp for the top high school and college players. In the state. he's doing special stuff man yeah exactly exactly it's like and then you want to come out and criticize him like which one of you looks like the fool
1: but also but also like these guys like they're known for you like fucking gilbert, gilbert arenas is known for bringing a gun to the game jr smith is known as the henny god like both these guys are fucking <laughs> idiots you know what i'm saying it's like man man we have damien like one of the best guards in the nba and like of all time, yeah, yeah, top 75. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, man, like we can never get free agents and stuff like that to come here. And it's like, we have to be so thankful for this dude to be here and to be thriving too. Like he's playing on the USA team. He's a great rapper, you know what I'm saying? He's putting out albums and stuff like that. We have to be super thankful for this. And I think honestly, like, that's why like, you know, like I'm thankful, honestly, that that they took a chance on uh sharp because I mean, that's the only way we're going to get players here. I mean, we're, we, we've proven time at the time that it's, that it's hard to get free agents to come here to Portland. So we right. have to take yeah, you know easy. chances on guys like Damien on CJ on Simons, you know, on like all these different guys and just cross our fingers and hopefully they uh, pass the test, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's either that
2: or through trades, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, those,
2: Absolutely. It's, it's like Kendrick Perkins. Like how, how you, who takes Kendrick Perkins seriously? <laughs>
1: Kendrick Perkins,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> People on Twitter, <laughs> right? Like, uh, okay. like, consider the source. Like, those guys are clowns, and they sh- they don't they really have no business based on their own merit speaking on anything that Damian Lillard does.
0: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, hundred percent. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, guys, I actually I'm done talking about that because it's just a bunch of nonsense. Amen. But I actually want to hand it over to the bay area blazer for this next segment here because
3: i'm hosting this one
0: yeah i'm gonna give you this this next one because i think this is kind of fun and i think because you were the one to kind of
3: address it off the off air i think you should be the one to address it on air all right i got a little segment for you guys it's kind of it's called call your shot and basically we're gonna just predict things for next season and our, our first question, our first topic here is who will be the season MVP outside of Damian Lillard and the options are basically like, you know, Nurkic, Simons, Little, Grant, etc. Who do you guys think is going to be the second important piece on this roster? Keljean Blevins. Okay, Tim's got Blevins. <laughs>
2: well, considering it was he's not even followed on the
3: roster. by crickets and silence, right. which it should be. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to toss it over to our man Gary, Gary. What do you think?
1: Honestly, I mean, we already kind of know what, what Nurkic is about. We know what Simons is about. Like, I'm really excited to see what uh, Jeremy Grant's going to bring to the team this year. I mean, we've, okay. we've been talking about trading for him, you know, for a while now. You know, people have kind of downplayed his, his career and said that he's not, you know, worth what we gave up or what the contract or whatever else. And I mean, for me, I'm excited to see what he brings. I mean... I I, I, I want to see him on the defensive end. I want to see him rebounding and stuff like that. So, I mean, for me, the MVP, like outside of Dane, has got to be Jeremy Grant.
3: All right. Gary's going with Grant. Eric, what you got?
2: Well, considering last year I chose Anthony Simons as breakout player of the year, <laughs> I'm going to continue to ride my boy Ant, and I'm going to say that his 23.5 points per game in 2023 is going to be the difference between him and any other blazer taking the the second best player spot. I will caveat and say that if Nurk buys in, it could also be Yusuf Nurkic, but I am going to go with Anthony Simons and say, Ant's going to continue his his very quick and rapid ascension to the top of the league and play his way into all-star status.
3: I like it. Tim, do you want to redo or are you sticking with Blevins? Yeah, that was, come on, (laughs) man. Uh,
0: You know, I I like both of your picks. I like both of your picks. Um, I like what you said, Gary, about Jeremy Grant. I really like what you said about Anthony Simons, Eric, because that's kind of a no-brainer, right? That guy was skyrocketing last season, and then they shut him down. Now, I think Ant has a higher ceiling than anyone on the roster. But what I'm intrigued with is there's still some guys on this roster that we haven't really seen what they can do. Yeah, we've seen Josh Hart playing for New Orleans. We've seen him play a little bit for us here, and and it was good. It was good stuff, right? But we, we haven't really seen him for a full season, right? We haven't seen him with this roster. We haven't really seen him with a game plan centered around all the guys that are on this roster right now. And so I think it's going to be interesting we also haven't seen Nasir Little. Here we go. Right? Nasir Little is a guy that could come in and immediately change the game. He can impact the game in ways that, in my humble opinion, nobody other than somebody like Jabari Walker could do. Right. Right. J- Jabari Walker, But I you're going to have as, a great season. You're taking him no, as MVP. No, let me finish. Let me finish. So, <laughs> If Nurk buys in, I can see him being a more consistent player than anyone maybe outside of Anthony Simons. He's got the longevity, he's got the the career uh behind it, but I really I really like the idea of Jeremy Grant coming to Portland, getting in the right system. That's gonna be my pick, is Jeremy Grant.
1: So well, you're there, taking right? Levins.
0: So I'm taking Blip. <laughs> yeah, he's somehow gonna find his way back onto the roster. Yeah.
2: Trailblazers MVP, not Shanghai Sharks MVP. <laughs>
0: well, my no, pick- I, I I do think it's gonna be Jeremy Grant. I I, I really do. I think, yeah. and, and for the simple reason that I I think he's gonna be able to show us more than Ant's gonna be able to show us because Ant is still going to be an
3: undersized guard at the two. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm going with Anthony Simons. And the reason being is because... I mean, he slides right into that CJ role. And I think there's a defined role for him already. And he's already been there for a few years. And I think he's the one that's most likely to just fit naturally in the system. We don't know about Jeremy Grant yet. True. Like, you were saying that, like, Simons has the highest ceiling. I'm, I'm actually going to say that Jeremy Grant might have the highly, highest ceiling just because we don't know what it looks like yet. So... But anyway, our next topic here is going to be basically breakout player. And you guys have to pick between these four players here. Mm. Shaden Sharp, Trennan Watford, Jabari Walker, or Greg Brown the 3rd I'm going to go revo- reverse order here. Tim,
0: Tim, what you got? Okay. Greg Brown is not going to see much time uh, unless we have a-, a bunch of injuries again. Um I think that Trendon Watford isn't going to get a lot better than what we saw in Summer League. It was good, but it's not like a starting caliber good. Um, We have no idea what Shaden Sharp is. We've seen six minutes of Shaden Sharp. So I'm immediately crossing those three off, and I'm going with Jabari Walker because I like his motor, I like his energy, I like like what I saw in Summer League, and I think he's going to find his way into the regular rotation I'm going with Jabari Walker Eric
2: I feel it's important to qualify what Tim said about Summer League and Jabari Walker with the fact that there was a time that Jared Bayless averaged 29 points in Summer League and won Summer League MVP and that uh, did Damian not... win summer league mvp yeah he did but so did <laughs> okay. jared bay so did jared bayless okay and we're not going to put okay. jabari walker in the same category as damian jabari Lillard. walker jabari
0: walker i'm not i'm just uh, that was to counter and, your and argument of jared bayless and jabari walker didn't win summer league mvp
2: he did win i'm just saying you're saying that his summer league play
0: I said it I like what I that saw he from a, him in Summer League.
2: You've, before Trendon Watford got hurt, he was a rotational piece for the Blazers. And then he came out and played even better in Summer League. So I'm saying right. with the, those things take into account. If I have to choose between those four, Shaden Sharp is hurt. He's probably not going to play. He hasn't played organized basketball in over a year. Even when he did play organized basketball, it was limited to a team that he played on because of the fact that he was never able to see competition on a college level. Uh, Greg Brown, I I think can be really good, but he's a development talent and he's going to find himself working his way through the rotation. Jabari Walker showed that he can be an NBA player, but Trendon Watford has shown that he is an NBA player. And I would say that he is probably the most likely to crack Trailblazers nine or ten man rotation, depending on how they looks
0: well, I think he's already in it. I really do. I think he's already in that. Rotation. Uh, I don't know.
2: Well, maybe, maybe, as
0: your, maybe, maybe as your you should have picked him. You got to
2: remember. You should have picked
0: him. See, but you also got to think about <laughs> the length of the season, bro. Ro, Ro this asked true. this year for the entire season, and all I'm saying is I can see Jabari Walker finding his way into the regular rotation and making an impact. That is exactly what you asked.
2: No. Well, who's yes. he playing in front okay. Of? okay. So if he's playing Power forward, that means he's gonna play in front of Watford. He's gotta. He's gonna play right behind Jeremy Grant because all of the other positions are locked up. If Watford stays he's, healthy, I think he Jabari comes. How How is, how is the three locked up? up? How is the
0: three locked up? Nas is gonna start. Who are you gonna put behind between, him? Hart? Between Nas,
2: behind Nas, Josh Hart.
0: Justice Winslow, he's definitely taking minutes away from Winslow.
2: Oh, absolutely not. What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
3: All right, I got I to gotta get my man Gary in here. Gary. I'm going to... What's up, brother?
1: So I'm going to make this quick, uh, but I'm going to go with Walker. I mean, just from, from some of the... Thank you, Gary. Just from, from uh, some of the stuff, you know, that I've seen, like, in Summer League, like, I'm very happy with this honor. Um Like, I definitely think the Blazers are going to go small this year. Um, so, I mean, so, I mean, you know, it could be a toss-up between Walker and Watford, uh, but I just think, I just have more faith. And I mean, for me, like, I was super excited to see Sharp play in the Summer League, and he went down, you know? So, I mean, like, at that point, I was kind of sad but it was so it was so exciting to see Walker step in and be the second round draft pick and come in and rebound and score and be able to do things that some of these other guys couldn't do.
3: So Agreed. I'm I'm with uh with Gary and Tim on, the, on this one. I'm going with Walker even hey. though I really want <laughs> Sharp. I really I'm like hoping and praying and crossing my fingers and my toes and everything, dude. Mm-hmm. I really want that pick to work out. Because mm-hmm. the talent is there, mm-hmm. but as far as looking at like fit for the overall team, I think Jabari like Walker kind of checks off all the boxes, you know, what? as like a as like I, I a just, good rotational player. And he
2: fills a void. I just want you yeah, guys wha- to answer the question. Answer the question, because I just pulled the numbers, and what we have: Justice Winslow average with the Blazers average ten point six rebounds, three assists, and one and a half steals a game. You think that Jabari Walker? I I hope so.
0: Okay, that's a small sample size. Yes,
2: and Jabari Walker played five summer league games, and you're putting him ahead of him. Yes, because I'm thinking
0: about the length of the season. (laughs) Right, length of the season.
2: So he played twice as many games and had comparable numbers. And I I don't know. I don't
3: know. I get where Eric's coming from, though. I get. I get where you're coming from. Sure. He's a, is a season vet. over. Winslow is a seasoned vet. Over, yeah. over, you know, a seasoned a vet. He's
0: played it. NBA caliber talent. I, I get it. But all I'm saying is I think Jabari Walker is going to take a step towards the right sure. direction. He's going to have a much higher ceiling than justice Winslow. Who's been in the league. What? Six, seven years. Mm. And he's still putting up comparable numbers to someone like Jabari Walker in the summer league. Uh, okay. But Okay.
2: Putting up comparable numbers in the Summer League when 75% of those players are never going to make an NBA roster is not a fair comparison. Thank you. Okay, so Jabari Walker's putting up good numbers against guys who are not going to even ever play against him in the league. Justice Winslow is putting up those numbers against guys who have already made it in the league.
0: In 11 games.
2: His career averages are 8-5-2-1.
0: I'm going to remind you what what Tone said on the last pod. It's easy to look good on a bad team. Uh,
2: The Miami teams that he played on were not bad.
3: Well, boys, I'm going to take us to the next question here.
2: (laughs) I'm going to take Uh, us to the
3: next question. Our next question.
2: Justice, hold on. Justice Winslow, if you ever come on the podcast, I want you to remember who had your back.
3: There you go. (laughs) There you go. Our next question here. Uh, Eric, I'm going to have you go first on this one. Okay. Does Dame finish top four in the 22 um, MVP ballots this year?
2: Uh, if he stays healthy, it's going to be really bad for the entire league if he stays healthy because Damian Lillard is not a guy who takes criticism well and doesn't respond. You know, he he's going to come out and potentially average 35 a game healthy. So – I would say, yeah, if the Blazers do well and he's able to stay healthy, he's gonna do. He's gonna finish top five. He may win MVP depending on how things play out. You know, you never know. Guys like Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, those guys have played a lot of games the last couple of years. The injury bug may catch up with them, but I would say that Dame's poised to have a gigantic season.
3: Gary, what do you think?
1: I think Damien comes out and kills it this year. Um, he's he's talking about things, you know, he hasn't been healthy in so long. Um, he's, I don't know, like I definitely feel like Damien is petty and I love that. So I think that he's, he's uh, you know, been sitting back and watching Kyrie play and watching Curry play and all these guys. And I think that he comes out and finishes, I'll say third in the MVP voting. I mean, I'm okay. I'm really excited to see him play this year.
0: Tim, what do you think? Well, I think I agree with you that Dame is going to have a monster year. And it's going to be trouble for the rest of the NBA. But you also have to think, well, let me back up a minute. If Dame easily top four, if Dame can get the Blazers to a top four or five team in the West. Now, the problem is... That's gonna to be tough. Because yeah. the West got stronger this offseason, and you're still gonna to have to go against the likes of Joel Embiid, the Joker, um Jokic. Yeah, Joker. Oh, sorry, my bad. The, yeah, yeah, Curry. Uh Giannis. Giannis Curry. Right. Like there's maybe John Kawhi General Leonard. Already like there's there's a lot of guys in the league i mean we're already at five Mm -hmm. now do i think dame can eclipse those guys yes but it all it all hinges on the success of the of the team unfortunately if i'm gonna put if i'm gonna put my money on it right now i gotta take my i gotta take my rip city goggles off because this is a tough one because there are so many talented players and oh and not to mention old boy from New Orleans is coming back looking healthier than ever. Who's Zion? Yes. It's another guy (laughs) that it's another guy that might that's another guy that might crack that top four. You never know. It depends on what kind of season he has, but top four, I think being healthy the only thing that would hurt him is the fact that he didn't play The second half of the season but i think he i think he could sneak into that fourth spot for sure i mean i think he's gonna be in the mix right that i mean that's what i'm saying just him being out may hurt him a little bit and i'm gonna say he's yeah he'll crack the top four he'll crack it what do you
3: think i think he's gonna crack it and like looking at what the ballots were last year, it went like this: it went Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Giannis Atentakumpo, and then Devin Booker. Mm. So I think he could kind of slide into that Devin Booker spot Book's potentially. Not I, I don't think he's gonna get there. I think it. I think the Suns are gonna be a complete tire fire, especially with what's going on with DeAndre Ayton. It just it's giving me like. Like 76ers locker room vibes. And I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely don't like that. <laughs> the only other person I think who could possibly bump a Dame out of that spot is maybe Luka Doncic if he just has, like, yep. an incredible year. And I yep. know that he's overdue. But I also feel like Nikola Jokic, after winning it back-to-back, I think people are sort of getting tired of giving him the MVP, if you know what I mean. Well, it's the same reason why LeBron didn't win it year after year after did- year, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I think... I think Dame could definitely slide in there, especially if we could somehow sneak into the playoffs, which is actually my next question here. Do the Blazers sneak into the playoffs this upcoming year? Tim, I got to start with you, brother. Sneak is a funny word because I don't think the Blazers are going to sneak into
0: the playoffs. Is
3: it a funny word?
0: I don't think they're going to be in the play-in. Okay. The thing is, you can never count Dame out with a healthy Dame if the roster stays healthy. And I still am going to be on the record by saying that there's going to be a trade. The Blazers have to trade for a wing or another forward, something, another big. They got too many guards. Yeah. If they're able to bring in a difference maker, then I think they have a good shot at being right there in the mix in the playoffs when it comes time. I I still... Yeah, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I don't think they're sneaking in. I think they're getting in. I think they're going to earn their way into the playoffs.
3: Gary, what do you think?
1: It's crazy because last year, the, the Western Conference went. The Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, Mavs, Jazz, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Pelicans. And Portland finished 13th or whatever. I mean... The Clippers got better, right? And... The Pelicans... Are going to with Zion back. The Timberwolves got got better. Um, did the Mavericks get better? You know, by getting uh well, by making that trade was for that John, center, John Collins. No, it was uh, it was somebody else. It was uh the I don't know I, I I forget. It's the the center from the the Rockets.
0: Uh I don't know. Oh, Christian Christian Wood. Exactly. Oh, yeah, Christian Wood. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Christian Wood. So I mean. I don't know. So, I mean, the, the Jazz got worse, right? I mean, it seems like they're kind of giving up. I mean, they traded Gobert. Um, sounds like... sounds The Grizz like look good. The Grizz look good. I mean, the, the Jazz are thinking about trading Mitchell, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like, looking at it now, I would say that the Blazers are going to finish, like, ninth or tenth. But it's like, also, you got to think about it from the perspective of, like, being like a realist, like what's a successful season for the Blazers? I mean, there's so many strong teams in the West and these teams are getting better, too. So it's like, yeah. I mean, to me, like I would consider a su- successful season finishing where they finished last year, but what I consider them if they went 42 and 40, a su- successful season with this roster? I mean... I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, the, the West is so strong this year.
3: So you're saying that they're, they're going to be a fringe playoff team this I, year?
1: I think they'll be like 9-10, I think, honestly. Okay, because, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, who who knows what the, the Lakers are going to do? I mean, they're they're probably going to end up getting, you know, Heald and uh, Turner, maybe. Turner. I mean, yeah, yes. I mean, they're going to move up. The Timberwolves got better. The Pelicans got better. The Clippers got better. Ah, nine, 10.
3: Yeah, man. That's, that's exactly <laughs> why I use the word sneak. In yeah, this, yeah. 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 In this true. question. True. Well, it, it's like,
0: funny I'm, because on paper, these yeah. teams got better, but we've seen what can happen when teams look better on paper, but don't have the chemistry. Yeah. A la
3: LA Lakers.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, i'm i'm with gary on this one i think we're gonna be sort of fringe i would be so happy if we get like a six seed Mm -hmm. i think that's probably our ceiling Mm -hmm. with this current roster if i'm being like a realist but at the same time i'm like i want to be bullheaded like tim like yo we're gonna (laughs) just make it like we're just gonna be in it you know you gotta speak it into existence exactly i like it man i'm gonna toss it (laughs) back to you brother
0: all right, man. Uh, we would have asked Eric, but he dropped off the pod. So I know, man. He's probably he was, was probably baby. too upset about me talking about Justice walking.
1: <laughs> He's calling Justice Winslow right now, like Justice right. Winslow. <laughs> right. I have you your back.
3: Believe what they said. <laughs> All I'm saying,
0: man. No one likes a rat. Right.
1: It's true. <laughs>
0: it's true, man. It's All right, guys. Maybe something. Uh, I don't want to say lighthearted, but something a little different. Gary, you actually sent me this video, this TikTok video from this guy, what's his name, Jack settlement 23 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, It was a really interesting concept. Uh, to summarize it, it's basically a video talking about um, how teams can get around the salary cap, essentially, right, yep. by these owners... Um, who own not only the NBA franchise but also maybe another franchise like in baseball you know other various sports What the example that was given uh was it um uh, i think it was Donovan Mitchell right going to the Knicks and Brunson and the Knicks too owner and Brunson right yeah. that was well, yeah and that was a different story but mm-hmm. basically saying that this guy also owns a double a team mm-hmm. and he can offer Mitchell, you know, a, a reduced salary in the NBA, but get him this fat payday with the double a team mm-hmm. to get him to come over, which is crazy to me. It screams a financial and legal nightmare. Right? Like my question to you guys is like, what are the legal ramifications that this could bring? And what are the obligations that Mitchell would have to this AA team? And furthermore, Let's talk about the guys on that Double A team that are trying to make a name for themselves and make yeah. it to the MLB.
1: So, I just what is
0: that saying to them?
1: I just, uh, I just want to say that I am a grown man on TikTok. I am 37 years old, and I love TikTok. I'm not even gonna lie; like, I love it.
0: <laughs> um, Stay but, tuned for the new busted bucket TikTok. Right.
1: <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, I I seen this and I sent it to Tim, you know, because I just I just thought it was interesting, right? And I just think. I don't know, like I started doing, you know, some research on it, you know, like on, is this a real thing? And, you know, have, have teams, you know, got, gotten in trouble and I don't know, like I just, I found that uh, Robert Kraft essentially, you know, was paying Brady under the table, potentially, possibly, I mean, right? Uh, that I read some about that that Brady had, like, a physical fitness center, like, down the street from, from Gillette Stadium. And the, the Patriots were were sending players to this physical fitness stadium with this, quote, doctor. And, you know, that's how the Patriots, you know, were able to pay Brady under, you know, his valued contract. You know, and then with the right. the, the Timberwolves and stuff like that, too, like, they had kind of a, 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 a shady contract with uh, Joe Smith way back in the day. And then I don't know, like you just hear story after story, and I'm just like, wow, like where have I been? This has been something that's been going on forever. Why has Portland not been able to do something like this? I mean, we have (laughs) Get them a job at Nike. Nike. Yeah, I was thinking over here.
2: Get them a job with the Simpsons.
0: Just just, for real. Just just taking that one example that I I presented with the double A team, double A baseball team, like, why couldn't Paul Allen just sign Damian Lillard to the Portland trailblazers for a reduced salary and also sign him to the Seattle Seahawks for another 20 or 30 million right boom there's your salary cap help go buy somebody you know like go pay for whoever you need yeah. now we i give I, you a max contract in fact we'll sign you to the Seahawks too
3: right. with that with that d- 4 year dynasty <laughs> with that uh donovan mitchell one and also your example for damian lillard i think that would cause a lot of a lot of buzz right <laughs> because they wouldn't actually be stepping onto the field and performing not like a deon sanders or like a bo jackson mm. etc but i think right. we've heard of players basically taking contract cuts because they have income elsewhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now well and that's and that's nothing new right 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 i mean like I mean, you're talking endorsement deals
0: and things, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
3: For example, like LeBron James, right? I'm sure he could garner the biggest contract ever, but he also has a lifetime contract with Nike Mm -hmm. that pays him really well. So he could still, like, adjust his salary to bolster his own roster. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm big into like, conspiracy theories, but until Donovan Mitchell actually signs with (laughs) a baseball team... Uh I, I don't know if I'm gonna quite buy this person's conspiracy theory. You know what well, I mean? Moving on to the next one. Go ahead and uh
0: Gary, tell them about Brunson. That one I believe.
1: Yeah, that one I I definitely believe. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's
3: I believe it's I'm... nepotism. It's yeah, nepotism. Exactly.
1: It is nepotism. Exactly.
3: That's that's what it is. I mean, and the story goes like this. Basically, the New York Knicks signed Jalen Brunson, who so happens to have his dad on the New York Knicks staff, Mm -hmm. who so happens to have his son as his lawyer who helped him sign the contract so all three of them get paid. Mm -hmm. And that's why the NBA is investigating their asses.
1: Yeah,
3: Because they're like, yo, there's like too many coincidences here. I'm pretty sure there was some tampering.
1: Mark Cuban is not happy right now. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely right, dude.
3: Absolutely right.
0: For real. Anyway, I think we should probably post this. Can we post this on Twitter? We can post this on Twitter. Yeah. I think we should post this video on Twitter. You you decide for yourselves. Uh, again, follow us if you're not following us on Twitter, at BustedBucket. But let's move on to the next bit of information. Let's talk about KD. Oh, man. Enter the boston celtics as trade suitors for kevin durant how ridiculous would that team be with kevin durant the slim reaper are you kidding me
3: oh man they need to change his nickname to frontrunner
1: Dude, this guy. How about just runner? Right, <laughs> all runner. Yeah. I mean, he's a runner. He's a track Run, star runner, for runner. sure, man. It's crazy, like right. Every, every year it seems like this guy's jumping from team to team to, to to try to win win rings. I mean, to me, like I'm I'm so tired of talking about Kevin Durant. I mean, I wouldn't be tired if he was coming to the Blazers. That's for sure. But I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Like it just but sounds he like never would. No, he would he never, never come. would.
3: Cause we're not a contending team. No,
1: no, no, that's true. That's true, man.
3: Well, I. okay. So thinking about like sort of thinking about the package that the Brooklyn nets wanted, I just wanted to like kind of pose this as a, like a, what if, like what if we never traded away like CJ Larry and Norman Powell do you think a package with those three players and maybe like nasir little and some picks do you think that would have been better than what the celtics are trying to offer in jalen brown grant williams and picks like is it possible in some alternate universe kd right now is playing for the portland trailblazers i mean it's possible if we took him instead of greg odin uh, d- yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the other university. That's, that's,
0: <laughs> all I'm saying is he probably still would have jumped ship. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. He still would have found his way to the Warriors or whatever team ended up doing well in the draft, you know, or whoever was contending at the time if, if mm-hmm. the Blazers weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shoot, he would even leave if they were contending. The, the Warriors were still contending when,
3: when he left. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that's absolutely right. And I guess we could get back to, like, the actual topic here with, like, All the right. Boston Celtics. I digress. So, Jalen Brown, Grant Williams, and Picks. If that trade actually did happen, does that really make the Boston Celtics that much better? Yeah. It's it's hard to say that it wouldn't. I mean, you're
0: losing Jalen Brown. And sure. some depth. Sure. I mean... If they're able to keep Marcus Smart, though, you still got another guard that is still physical, can play defense. Marcus Smart can handle the ball a little better.
1: Yeah. And he's a dog, too.
0: And then you have KD. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: true.
3: Yeah.
0: They're basically defensively, they're already a phenomenal defensive team. And then you add KD into the mix,
3: who brings a little bit of everything, a lot of bit of everything. Yeah. 100% Yeah. 100% they're a better team. Okay, what what if the trade happened with what the Nets want, which is Jalen Brown, Grant Williams, Marcus Smart, and even more picks?
1: That's a lot, man. I mean, if I'm Boston, do I really want to give up all that young talent and draft picks for KD? He's he's what, 33, 34 now?
3: Yeah. I think 34. Yeah. A little check.
0: He's uh, I... getting up there. Ain't... That's a lot of money to pay a 34-year-old. 30, but... 33. 33. You're right. Or 33-year-old. mm mm-hmm. You know what? I, okay. So, I said that Boston would be better. But if they're adding in Marcus Smart and more picks, here's the thing. The Boston Celtics are already contending for a title. They already have great chemistry. Yeah. Why are you going to break it up for somebody who is obviously a detriment over the course of however long he is
3: with with any team he's a detriment to that team that's where i'm at too like why is boston even looking at this like why is why why are they even putting in jalen brown you know what i mean like if i were them i would give their young core a chance to develop more they already got the experience last year so you don't know what they're gonna look like next year like, they're headed in the right direction. Like, why would you add someone who's potentially toxic into the locker room? Yeah. And then, if you don't want to give them Marcus Smart as well, imagine Marcus Smart and Kevin Durant being on the same team. Like, isn't that just the potential for Kevin Durant <laughs> to be super sensitive over something Marcus Smart <laughs> says? Oh, like, it's like it's like Draymond Green and Kevin Durant all over again. Like, there's going to be an argument or yeah. like a chair thrown Damn. or something, right? <laughs> I just don't get what the Boston Celtics are doing here. Yeah. I think you're right. Gary, did you, did you say whether or not
0: you
1: thought Boston would be be better off? I don't, I I don't think they'd be better. I mean, honestly, like Kevin Durant, he's going to be 34. We've seen time and time again that he's not happy in a good situation. He's not happy in a bad situation. And for me, I like Jalen Brown, I like Grant Williams, I don't know, like I like Smart and I I love the Boston Celtics coaching staff. All these guys are from Portland. Yeah. Damien, yeah, Aaron yeah. Miles, Eme. Like to me, that's just amazing. And I'm just I'm I'm just not a KD fan. So I mean so I'm gonna say no.
0: I, I think it would be I think it would be a little foolish for them to break up. I, what you said, Ro? They're young core. Because mm-hmm. that's that's the thing. It's a young team still, and they're mm-hmm. this good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It would be foolish for them to break it up for somebody who's potentially toxic. Mm. Yeah. Agreed. Potentially.
1: Uh, potentially.
0: Yeah. yeah. I know he's got his TikTok now. I mean, it's I gonna know. get. It's gonna get much worse. How how great
3: you know? of a slap in the face of Kyrie Irving though after Kyrie <laughs> Irving talks so much smack about the Celtics and Katie's like, I bleed green. I bleed green for y'all. <laughs> like, that
1: <be laughs> so hilarious, dude. Right, and it's like, oh, for me, hilarious. for me, like, that just makes me, again, like I've said this before, but I'm just so thankful for Damien. Like, for us, like, as Blazer fans, we have to look at these other superstars bouncing from team to team to team, demanding sure. trades, you know, demanding that I want to go here, yeah. or, I don't want to play, or I want to play with this player. Like, Damien is just here and he's like look I'm loyal I love Portland I love the fans I love the team I'm not demanding anything because I want to be here and I want to win here like not only is he doing that yeah. but he's talking shit about these other guys that are demanding trades and he's here yeah. like wanting to be here in our city he's embracing us and that's right Like, yeah, I think it's amazing I don't know all
3: these all these other fan bases got trust issues now
1: exactly exactly <laughs> they got trust issues <laughs> yeah like, right yeah, yeah. yeah
0: right and over here in little old portland we don't have a thing to worry about when it comes to our superstar and it's amazing it's a great feeling also it's a great feeling to have you guys on the show yes sir. thank you so much for joining myself eric we're missing you sorry you dropped off the pot i'm sorry i said what i said about justice winslow but it's the truth but big shout out to you guys the basketball podcast network DraftKings, and especially you our listeners twitter followers and bucket busters keep reaching out to us on twitter at busted bucket with your comments and questions we love building community with you all don't forget to rate follow and subscribe and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying be good to each other rip city we'll catch you next time on the busted bucket podcast thanks for listening